James earns millions from internet marketing. Tim's got millions of questions. Welcome to Freedom Ocean. Now, jump on in. James Shramko, welcome to Freedom Ocean as you uh, meander towards the pool. Well, it's an absolute pleasure to be here today, Tim. Well, it, it, it's even more of a pleasure than our last episode because we are literally sitting behind... Well, it's a very still Freedom Ocean, but it is, it's a pool. Well, we're near water. We are near water. And it's nice and blue. And there'll be some, possibly some bird sounds in the background. Um, but what better place to do it? So I think welcome back to, uh, it's around episode nine of the ocean. Now, I want to make a, I want to come clean, okay? All right, I'm, I'm interested you ready? in this. You ready? <laughs> I'm going to come clean. In the last episode of Freedom Ocean, my match fitness gave up on me. I was tired, I was overwhelmed, I was just plain exhausted, and I, mainly overwhelmed, and it's interesting, the over, whilst physically it had been a long day, because I'd flown up to Sydney and done the whole thing, and we worked late, had a lovely dinner with the family, I also um, felt as though the overwhelm was just, it was just exhausting me, it was like, gosh, we'd covered affiliate, we'd covered local marketing, we'd done a zillion listener questions. And it was just, it was more information for me. And I went away and reflected on that. And now, the penny has dropped. And some people might go, well, about bloody time. <laughs> you know, but the thing is, the penny's dropped. And it, I'm really, really excited to get back home and just start focusing, yep. laser focusing, on probably two things. I know it's meant to be one, but a guy's got to earn a, guy's got to earn a quid, yep. support the family. But I know what I'm going to focus on, and it's like, you know what? All that other stuff can wait. And I say that in the knowledge, too, that we're here, we're going to be producing another series of shows right now, and there's going to be more knowledge, but that's okay, because it can wait. And I've got this concept in my mind of a bit of a a bit of a virtual bookshelf where I'm just going to put... Well, it's the back burner, you know? Yeah. The stuff that I'm learning... I'm not necessarily going to action now. I'm just going to put it on that bookshelf and come back to it. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. So, and I showed you through my project stream, and you can see that I've got a little holding bay where my ideas go, and I only drag one of them at a time into production. Well, you see, and, and that was part of what triggered me last night. After we turned the mics off, you showed me your project stream. and In fact, what you said was, I've got 10 projects on. And I'm like, that, that didn't help at all <laughs> but then when you actually went through and said you know what well there might be 10 on but there's one in the foreground yep. and, that's gonna, and that, that is going to be nailed well and truly before anything else occupies your headspace yep. and I just think that's you know it's not internet marketing kind of stuff it's just like human, human behaviour it's how we it's how we operate it's um, in any business and I think a lot of business owners tend to get sucked into the day-to-day stuff and forget what it's all about. Yep. So it's important to set up some sort of focal point that, you know, where do you want to point the laser beam? Yep. It should be on the money-making thing. What's got the, what represents a good opportunity for you um, that suits your goals? And, that, and you'll be able to find out what suits your goals if you, if you do the Tim's Matrix project you know, <laughs> yeah. do you want to make money today yeah. or do you want to make grange and have a great payday down the track yeah. or do you want a balance of something in between yep yep there's actually some also just to support that thinking um, if it does need supporting there's some 
consumer behaviour study that was done years and years ago, which basically said if you want to be on the shopping list, uh, you need to be one of the top three brands in people's mind. Basically, for every purchase decision we have, there's actually three brands that are going to meet the criteria of that purchase decision. Generally, number one will meet it, but if it doesn't, then you can fall back to number two, and if all else fails, number three. So, you know, it's not as if it's, it's not about overload. So it was really good learning for me. So I'm excited about that. So we might finish the show here, and I'm just going to go and start creating. <laughs> not that easy. Tim, not that you? easy. We've we got have listeners. A remember, oh, we're, exactly. we're here for them, not for you. Are the microphones on? Yes. Right. Okay. <laughs> testing. Testing. I wonder if they can hear the birds. We don't know. We can hear them. Not sure. There's a, there's a bit of wind. That means it's safe. Okay. Bird noise. Yep. Apparently, and there's a great TED talk about this. Yep. From a guy called Julian. And uh, bird not noise. Assage. No, no, not Julian Assage. Julian Treasure. Uh, what a great name. It is a great name. A really good name. It, lovely guy too. Very, yeah. very good audio specialist. But he said that bird soundtracks um, imply safety and, and it's a great thing to play if you're ever selling something. Okay, so there's no, we know there's no poisonous gases around at the moment. That's right. And if you know <coughs> there's going to be some sort of natural disaster, okay. they'd vamoose. Okay. Speaking of good names, because Treasure's a good name, I was watching a video the other day from the Singular University, which is this kind of high-end, you know, very intellectual university uh, over in the valley. <laughs> and um, one of the lead guys, they're all academics, and one of the lead guys, his surname was Brilliant, which, <laughs> you know, I'd have to question whether he'd be to Deedpol and actually changed it because it was just too much of a coincidence. But I often get a laugh out of people's surnames when it reflects what they actually do in their job. Yes. Because every now and then it does happen. Now... You know what we haven't done? We haven't welcomed our listeners back. So well, I sort listeners. of indicated that they're there. Yeah, we did. We acknowledged. <laughs> yeah. We acknowledged. But it's welcome. Th- well, welcome. Freedom Ocean is what you are listening to. If you didn't know already, if you accidentally hit a button on iTunes and two <laughs> people by a pool started talking, you are in the ocean. <laughs> and the ocean is rocking. It start the swell, episode eight or nine, whatever we're up to, the swell is beginning, James. Um, I think a quote from a couple of shows ago is it's time to... Get it, take off the floaties and hop on the jet skis. So yes. we, we're doing that and things are ramping up. Um, one thing, uh, in the spirit of just talking candidly, today's show is all about going behind the scenes of Freedom Ocean. Very cool. And giving people a bit of an insight into how this baby launched itself in the first place. Because um, as, as someone who has been part of it, I've also sat back and watched this this thing come to life, and it's fantastic. Nothing better than when you have an idea and it actually comes to life and and starts to get traction. More to the point, many ideas come to life and then sit there, but this this one's getting traction, and that's exciting. So I think it I think there's huge huge amount of learning in uh, how the ocean has come into being. So what you're saying is by deconstructing a few things from Freedom Ocean, yep. it could be applied for other people with their business. Correct, correct. With the view, and it'd be interesting to get listener feedback on this, with the view, if they're interested, we might go off and create um, a product that details in detail exactly how we did each, each part, each, how each part came to life. Because we're going to touch on the sort of bird's eye view of how each part of the ocean has come to life so far, but there's probably, a, a, probably a, another level of information of how to that we won't be able to cover in this show that we might cover in a product. So, listeners, if you are interested, what can they do, James? Well, they could join our newsletter they at freedomotion.com. Newsletter? Yeah. 
That sounds very old-fashioned. Well, it's not really a newsletter. You know, in the old days, though, newsletters actually had news. Yep. And we have... Our thing does two things, really. It alerts you when there's a new podcast, and, of course, you wouldn't want to miss one by even minutes. No. And judging from our current open rates, most people really look forward to their episode. Yeah, and I apologise for the young fellow who... Um, when we sent out a show last night, he said, guys, I was just going to bed. <laughs> this is coming through because our Facebook. You, you need to listen to it Im- immediately. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> correct. We gave him permission to go to bed and listen to it in the yeah. morning. It would still be it there. It would still be there. Yeah. And, uh, and we're, we're bookended at the moment by the Australian Stock Exchange and uh, Harvard Business School. Yeah. So I feel we're in, yeah. we're in great company. Do you, do you think that the Harvard Business Review and the Australian Stock Exchange are sitting in their boardrooms going... Who are these jokers on iTunes that are sitting no, between no. us? I, I think they're probably, you know, having just about to launch a bidding war to see who's going to buy us out. Oh, uh, would it be, be fifty one... million or a hundred million? Yeah, you know, yeah that's look, more uh, likely. It, well, and our discussion is, you know, which one are we going to buy? <laughs> exactly. Hey? Poor defenceless little yeah, companies. yeah. Stock exchange. <laughs> so, uh, yes, you get alerts, but also we actually provide our subscribers. A full transcription of each episode. Yeah. So from that point of view, I really think it it is actually newsy. It's a it's yeah, okay. a proper print document. Yeah. That uh, is quite valuable. It is a, a good little reminder, a, a PDF. I like to call them Trojan horses. Yep. Because it goes from our computer onto the subscriber's computer, and it's sitting there the whole time. And and this is something worth doing for any business. Every business should be looking at how they could get PDF documents from their computer onto the customer's computer mm-hmm. because it's a continual reminder. Mm-hmm. Same as iTunes, it sits in, in that little iTunes library and yep. if someone's going along for a jog, they're, yep. they're you know, belting away to some REM or something yep. and next thing you know it's Tim and James. There it is. <laughs> Maybe that's how we got onto this call now. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, here we go. So, now, let's start at the start. And by the way, if people want to sign up to that newsletter, it is freedomocean.com, and uh, you're away. So I think I called... Well, no, go back to the very start. You came on to another podcast uh, that I have, Small Business Big Marketing, and shared some love. That's a podcast... You should probably go one step before that. Right. Why was I even on that call? That is an excellent question. Well, Luke, who I co-host that call with, identified you as someone who would be ideal person to talk to small business owners, bricks and mortar business owners, which is our bread and butter on small business big marketing, and share a bit of the marketing, the online marketing love, which they are just not keeping up to speed with. Well, that's a, that's a classic example of the pool marketing that I was talking about, where you create an environment where people are coming to you. So I didn't approach you to be on the show. You approached me to be on the show. And that is worth remembering because that, that will actually come into play. Absolutely. Again. Yeah, and it's, it's a better thing. position too when, you, when you're asked. Well, There's... it's a nice position to be in because you'll find that if one person's asking, uh, there'll be a lot more thinking about asking. And, uh, and as soon as you get to the right place in your market, people will be calling upon you yep. for... You know, to, to offer information, to talk, to keynote, to produce content, to yep. guest posts, do news articles. And I can tell you what, listeners, um, podcasting is a fantastic channel, if you are that way inclined, oh. to encourage that type of um, 
that pool market. It's going to increase exposure. Well, it certainly will. And it's a bit like writing a book. People say, oh, uh, write a book and it sort of positions you as a bit of an expert. Um, people say, speak from stage, positions you as a bit of an expert. There's that invisible line that between the audience and the, the person on stage. And, and podcasting is a bit like that. And, and I can, you know, having been doing it for two and a half years now, I can vouch for the fact that it's amazing. You know, people say, oh, how do you make money out of podcasting? Uh, you know, you, you, do you sell stuff on there? And sometimes we do, but it, it's more the fact that, yeah, you're getting the opportunities to keynote. Um, you know, we create information products, but we also, um, you know, run workshops off the back of it, all sorts of things. And you just, you just don't know. You don't even know the complete answer to that until you get into it. Well, I've been doing it for two and a half months. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's been extremely powerful f- for my business, and I'll, you know, I'm sure I'll explain how that happened. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, um, invited to come on Small Business Big Marketing, you came on, and we, we did touch on this in the, in the early part of Freedom Ocean, but basically, um, the phones ran hot. Not literally, because we don't have phones uh, on, on the show, <laughs> but... Uh, there was a huge amount of interest, huge amount of downloads. The show itself, the interview with you stays, continues. In fact, even yesterday, six months later, uh, it was still in the iTunes top 10 podcast episodes for business. Um, and it just sparked a huge amount of interest. You um, gave us a wonderful special to share with our audience, and we sold a lot. And that, I think, well, that, that, that I think kind of triggered you to think, God, what's going on here with these guys? It certainly triggered me and, and Luke to think, you know what, I mean, people are interested in this stuff. This is, yeah. this is cutting edge. Yeah, it is, it's a big area of interest. You know, and they just don't know what they don't know. So I think we opened up something and, and revealed to them a, a really interesting aspect of marketing that if they adopt, they're just going to be so far ahead. And for me, it opened up an interesting aspect of a marketing channel that I hadn't necessarily been exploiting properly. Yeah. And when I say exploit, I don't mean that in an evil sense. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean that in a, in a sense of actually, you know, using something properly. Yep. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um, you know what? We'll talk more about podcasting. In fact, it's, it's on my list of things to create is, is something to show people how they can get a podcast up of high quality very quickly because too many people uh, are now listening to it. Uh, and also, too many people don't even know about it, uh, and they need to. And the fact is, you, the business owner, can have your own show. It's as simple as that, and that's powerful stuff. And compete against the Australian Stock Exchange and the Harvard Business Review. Yes, good example. Yeah, um, so, uh, okay, so we did that, and then we, so I rang you and said, James, and I basically said, that's you know, here's an idea. We should do a podcast. I have so many questions as a result of what we did on, on small business big marketing that it's, it's time to get some answers so the idea you jumped at it I, 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 we, and the next thing we knew we, um, we, we had a show uh, a concept for a show so I then flew up to Sydney and we basically spent uh, in fact it was the first time I'd met you wasn't it I flew yeah, jumped off the, the airport, plane and there you I were I went to pick you up and I didn't even know what you looked like <laughs> that's right <laughs> you walked that's straight right. past me yeah, yeah. Well, you did have that uh, that hoodie on, which I should have recognised, but no, actually you didn't. You had shorts and a t-shirt and thongs yeah, on, which I, I thought, that's barely, freedom. Barely incognito. I was expecting the suit and tie, but you know, <laughs> you let me down. And holding the sign, you know, Mr. Reed. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. So, um, we spent a day in the lab, and the very first part of that day, I, I, from memory, we, we it was about getting the name right. 
It was yeah. about getting the name right. There we was a, a little bit in between that, and that, that was there was a bit of back and forth about some of the things that really will be considerations for people doing podcasts, such as who's going to have the email list, where you know who's going to. There was, you know, there was this sort of stuff. Yep. So um, those those issues when you're in a partnership. Um, are more complicated than when you're just one business. Yep. So they may or may not be an issue, but you want to think long term. I always, I always play things through to the end in my mind and think, what happens if one day you don't want to have a show anymore uh, and it stops? Mm-hmm. What, you know, maybe we do one episode, everyone pans it, and it's a waste of time, mm-hmm. which was almost the exact opposite yeah, yeah. <laughs> of what, what happened. happened. Uh, but, but you know, as things grow, uh, you know, sometimes they also stop one day so you always think through the, the end result so those were considerations but yeah the, the name was quite a big deal it was a big deal we ummed and hard in fact it went for it went for over two hours I remember looking at the clock thinking geez I'm only up here for one day and we've got to get a few shows under our belt but it was great to really spend time getting that name right because I, I think both of us now we have that name that we're really proud of yes. and and it actually means something and we went through you know what, I don't, I don't have the sheet. I've got the sheet somewhere of all the different names we went through that um, were pot- we potentially liked and were available as domain names. Yep. Um, and I know we went down along, along what I call the rational dry track, you know, you know the internet marketing podcast or, you know, um, there's no sort of, um, there's none around wealth or anything, but um, they just didn't feel right. And if you go on to iTunes and do a search for internet marketing podcasts, you are going to get a lot of names exactly like that, yeah. that, that are just kind of stating the obvious and uh, are factual and not benefit-driven. And I think we got to the point where... And part I remember part of that discussion was I, I did think we needed to have a name that was keyword-rich. And whilst... And I remember you saying, you know what... We're going to be doing so many other things to get this baby known that, you know, the name of the podcast does not need to be a key driver from an optimization point of view. No, and, that, and I, cite, I love to cite examples like Google, Yahoo, Amazon. They're not keyword rich. No, they're not. No, at all. <laughs> no, it's not like uh, world, worldwidesearchengine.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. Let's go with that. So, but, you know, the, the, the cool thing is we've been able to put internet marketing podcast or internet marketing training on our page titles, on our, uh, and on our Facebook page description, yeah. as well as the logo. So we get, we get to double dip, really. And I, I think that's important. I think that's worked really well We have well to label what it is. Yeah. I think it's, ta- it's almost like a tagline. Internet marketing training podcast is a tagline. Um, and it's a, good, it's a really good explainer. Well, I think this is where we tapped into your experience more than mine because of your ad agency background. And your, you, know, you were very opinionated about the name, and I liked that mm-hmm. because you know, I like naming things as well. And I've quite often named businesses around domain names that I own. Yep. You know, like I bought, yep. I bought the domain Silver Circle, and then one day I thought that would be a really good name for a mastermind group. Yeah, right. You know, and and uh, I built a business from the domain up. <laughs> backwards. Yeah, and, and I, I quite often do that. I've got a lot of beautiful Some, domain names. Well, you think it might have happened by co- coincidence. I mean, some would say there's no such thing as a coincidence, and you knew you were going to do that. It just so happened that the name came first before the business. Well, I definitely had the domain years before that. Yeah, well, <laughs> you, you just don't know. So we came up, in the, in the end, Freedom Ocean 
really uh, ticked a lot of it ticked a lot of boxes. Um, it was available. Um, gee, there was a lot. It was hard. To, the word freedom really rang true for us, but it wasn't easy finding um, an interesting name that had freedom in it. That was two words. You know, we, well, we, we could blame MLM for that. We probably could, absolutely, because <laughs> yeah. that, that's really the big sell. Yeah, um, yeah. But uh, but uh, we were pretty adamant that we wanted two words and not three. Yes. Um, and the whole concept of freedom ocean was, in the end, for us, it's the outcome of being an excess, a successful internet marketer. That was what it's all freedom about. Freedom is definitely the the define. That was that's number one for me. You know, beyond wealth or money type stuff. I think a, a really good lifestyle is a tremendous goal if you have a family and if you want to have a rich and full life. Mm-hmm. Um, and lifestyle doesn't mean that you do nothing. It just means you do what you want to do yep. more than what you don't want Choice. to do. And, and I have, there's a big difference between doing what you want to do and having to do something because you have to do it, yep. for me anyway. I, rem- I remember one of the names we, you actually came up with, uh, which... We were toying with it. Came sort of a close second or third, which was I'll take two. Yes. Dot com. <laughs> it had a few problems in regards to there was three sort of an uh, three an I and two L's, and it was yeah, hard it wasn't to. Ideal. It was wasn't ideal. But it was but sort of that attitude of uh, you know when you, choice. You know when freedom. you go to the, the checkout when you have the big credit card debt and you hand over the card, sort of shaking, hoping you don't get embarrassed that it won't clear. Yeah. I I remember those scenarios when I had millions of dollars worth of uh, stock and property loans against my salary yep. and I was just this rat on the wheel <laughs> and there were times when my wife would say oh you know like I went to the supermarket and I was really embarrassed because the credit card didn't clear you know and I used to hate that yep. really really badly now price isn't really an issue anymore uh, so, yeah, you could say, oh, I'll just have two. I'll take two. That's, that's how I bought my car. Yep. We went to get my wife a car, and she said, you like those, why don't you get one of those? And I said, okay, all right. <laughs> Make it two. Exactly. Did you shout it across the showroom as he was going to get the keys for the first one? No. <laughs> Actually, mate, make that two. It's very low key. <laughs> okay. No, he said, when do you want it? And I said, well, today's fine. Yeah. yeah um, today or yesterday. Yeah. So... That, that was good. I, I remember I wasn't a- absolutely in love with the name Freedom Ocean, but I was prepared to trust your judgment. And Thank you. sometimes letting go of having to control everything is a really good thing and to recognize strengths in others. And that is particularly appropriate when you have a team. Yeah. You're going to have to let go of the reins and let someone else take control from time to time. And in hindsight, I love the domain. I love yep. that name. I love the logo. It actually allowed us to create a cool logo. On it. And Before we touch on the logo, because that is, was the next step, um, <clears throat> one thing I'll say to anyone looking to name um, a business, whether it be internet marketing or bricks and mortar, whatever it is, it's really important to go through the process James and I went through and really sort of interrogate what we like and don't like. Um, but also, you know what? And it's interesting that you weren't 100% committed to the name upon agreeing on it. I didn't know that. I was committed to it. You were committed but to I it, didn't, but I you weren't convinced. I, w- I wouldn't have you know, gone into a bidding war okay. in an auction. So here's frenzy. the thing. The, the thing is that if you invest t- time and energy into that name and, and give it meaning and definition, it'll grow on you. And I think that's what we've done. Yeah. And without putting words into your mouth, it's probably grown on you, you know? Well, it's, it's, it's actually grown on the audience, 
which grows on me yeah because it's doing what it's supposed to do yep yep absolutely so the next part of that and when I, I name a lot of things for a lot of different businesses and one of the things I do say to them is that when when we're down to that last two or three names it's like guys it's now time you can't decide based on what you're seeing in in the word form let's visualize it let's bring it to life visually and that's where you have to go and get some designs done now we had a name we didn't have we didn't go and get two two names designed we, we agreed on freedom ocean and this was in, this was interesting because um, I know that design for you is not um, a top priority. Well, you, you, it is now more so than ever before. Okay, what happened? I've got a team of designers. Yep. And I have a web development company. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I've had a. Um, I know you're probably basing that statement on older works. <laughs> yeah, I am. But my newer works are much prettier. Yep. Okay. All right, well, in that case, then maybe what I'm about to say is not as, as relevant. But that said, if you don't think design's important, when you get good design, you really see the power well, of it. I think design is massively important. Mm, I do too. And, and, and I, but that said, I've spoken to other people, successful business people, who say if it doesn't have a straight line um, to success, to a transaction, then why do it, you know? And so they see design as, well, how's that design going to get me more sales than that design? And... You know, it, probably a designer is better to answer that question. I just know that it does, and particularly as the owner of of the brand. I mean, I, I'm very proud of the way Freedom Motion looks. Really yeah. proud, and I'd put it on a t-shirt. You know, little acid test. Would I wear it on a t-shirt every day of the week? You know, <laughs> yeah. Why not the t-shirt test? And um, so we we sent the um, we sent the brief off to my designer Nicola, who's in Serbia. And hello, Nicola, if you're listening. I don't think he is, because he writes better English than he speaks and he's a lovely fellow and he's probably the best designer I've ever worked with uh, ever and um, he came back basically our brief my brief was it was around like that tiki ocean, a tiki bar kind of Gilligan's Island type feeling yep. which we wanted to create which is once again it's all back to this our, our word was freedom you know and then um, Nicola came back with a whole lot of designs we chose one uh, he gave us a colour palette and we had a bit of fun with that, um, the, the, the little, um, the, the, the different bodies with our heads on them. Yeah. Um, what's that, a flight of the Concords kind yes. of, uh, that, that was kind of the brief for, for coming up with that. So it's really good to, when you are into that design stage, to identify references for your designer. Instead of just saying, oh, you know, I want it to be funny and cool, actually pull references. That's exactly, when, when we build websites, we ask clients to nominate three websites they like the look of and tell us why. Yeah, because the worst thing you can do is build something and redo it, redo it, redo it, redo it. You yep. eat up a lot of time and energy, and yep. sometimes you just never conclude it. No, uh, I love, I love the the quirky, silly, fun aspect of our logo because it's not taking it too seriously. You know, we're not, mm. we're really not ramping it. We could have all the, you know, we could have the studio photo shoot out on the front <laughs> garden here. You know, where someone got married. It's that yeah. luscious. It's yeah. like a big golfing green. Yep or by the pool or the fast cars and stuff but the the point is that's that's all optional i think for most people they'd just be happy to get rid of a couple of credit card bills yeah yeah absolutely so and, and i i like i like the uh I like the hammock shots and the love the hammock you know, shots. It provides lots of fodder for jokes. It does, and it, it creates a whole kind of environment which we can keep building on. You know, we can have fun with it. And well, that, one of my team threw a little turtle into one of <laughs> one of the right. videos. You know, that was, yeah, people are actually having fun creating it. Yeah, they are. Yeah, and that's and that's once again, 
that's the power of a great name and the power of design where people start to buy into it and have fun with it. So uh, the Freedom Ocean design was, was born. Uh, and then importantly, we got that tagline. James makes millions from internet marketing. Tim's got millions of questions. And that was just a really succinct way of establishing what this show's all about. And, and I think now we can clearly look back and once again do the iTunes test where you're keen internet marketing podcasts, see what comes up, check their websites and what they're putting out, and we stand out. You know, we've, we've, we've filled a gap yep. that is all about, it's, it's outcome-driven, it's freedom-driven, and it's not about, you know, it, it's, it's challenging a lot of what's out there. I love that notion of um, identifying, it's, it's a... When I run innovation workshops for small businesses, we go through this process where I ask them to identify the conventions of the category in which they operate. So how does your, your, how does your current category, industry, go about doing business? And just list all the conventions. And then I ask them to flip them 180 degrees. Yeah, great and, technique. Great technique. And, and sometimes, sometimes flipping it 180 degrees generates an amazing idea. Sometimes it generates silly stuff. I use the example, and Virgin did this when they came to Australia, you know, what's the conventions of the airline industry and, and what, what can we challenge? Now, one of the conventions of airline industry is safe planes. So it's not a convention you want to challenge, you know, so we'll leave that alone. But another convention was um, free food. Well, let's challenge that and, and go with paid food. Now, that, that probably felt a very brave thing to do back then when you hopped on a, because you hopped on a plane and you expected free food. But it's worked. It's brought prices down and, you know, the rest is history. So it is, it's, it's good to challenge the category and, and not necessarily always follow what everyone else is doing. Well, it's, it's good. I like that technique where you take something that could be perceived as a negative and, and turn it into a positive. Yep. Like uh, kunaki.com, a, a CD-ROM or DVD fulfillment company, there's pretty much no phone number. It's like dealing with a robot. Right. But they, they translate that as, look, we don't have customer service. You can't call into us. You just get the very cheapest prices. You just, like it's a self-order yep. system. Yep. You fill out the stuff, it happens. Great. Kunaki. Yeah. How do you spell that? I think it's K-U-N-A-K-I. I like it's, that. It's really cheap fulfillment center. It's pre- pretty much like a robot. All right. Now, so we got we got name, we've got a look, and then we had to sit down and say, well, what are we going to talk about? <laughs> you know, we better figure out what that, what's the structure of this thing. You know, you know how are we going to, how's it going to play out? And uh, I don't th- I don't remember spending a lot of time on that. I think we already knew in our minds that, you know what, there's a lot of questions to be asked here, and, and let's let's make that the basis of it. I think we agreed that it wasn't going to be a sequential like training series. Yeah. Start with episode one. By episode 20, you'll be rocking. It's not like that because, because everyone's... Because people are, are likely to step in at some point yeah. you know, in a year's time. You wouldn't yeah. make them go and review a year's worth of podcasts. No, and everyone's at a different stage. I yeah. mean, you know, it'd be, it just wouldn't work. Well, we have a vast array of people in our audience. We already, really do. You know, from seasoned internet marketers who may, have, may or may not have come from my side of the um, marketing sphere... Mm-hmm. And a few of yours. And then you've got small business owners who yep. more than likely have come across from your sphere. Yep. And then everyone in between. Yeah. So it's a broad range. And I think the way I'm looking at it now when I sit down and think about structuring the next the next show or something on Freedom Ocean is that it's a magazine. You know, you can flick through it. Um, and, you know, one time we might be answering a, a middle-level middle level 
internet marketing question, and another one, and then five minutes later, we're addressing an absolutely basic startup question. Yeah. Um, but I think you know maybe the seasoned professional and tell us if you're listening. You know they're probably interested to re- reflect on how to, is that how they went about it. Well, you know Did they do anything differently. Here's the, here's the truth: for some of the most seasoned professionals in the internet marketing space are extremely weak in some of the most basic things. Mm-hmm. And the the highest end clients that I have now, I help people with seven figure launches. I help people who have been around the block more than twice, who have multi-million dollar businesses, mm-hmm. do the most basic things because yeah. they're just missing those building blocks. Yep. So I don't think you can ever get too good at the basics. Mm. Like if you want to make grange, you've got to be really good at picking grapes and you know mixing it up and sticking it into barrels. It's, yep. You don't. You never move from step A, B, C. Some people might ne- never get to step D, E, F. But all the, all the basic stuff should be revisited. I think if we, I think if we just stick to asking for feedback, if we've got a really good participation from our audience, yep. and we keep addressing what's important to them, we should stay close to the mark. Absolutely. And and on that, um, we uh, with feedback, one of the things we are going to set up in the future is a bit of a hotline where yeah. people can call in, and uh, well, they can leave a message, an audio message. And we will play it on air and, and answer it on air. Um, but just on that too, um, don't wait for that hotline, listeners, because we're not sure what show that's going to come at, up as. You've all got iPhones. You've all got laptops with recording facilities. Record a question and send it to us. That'd be awesome. Uh, email address is? Ah, bit of a pause there. <laughs> oh, you want me to answer Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what is oh, that? Yeah. Just send it to feedback at freedomotion.com. That's right. That's, yeah, I was thinking questions, but no, it is feedback at freedomotion.com. Send us your recorded question, because that will add to the flavours of Freedomotion. So then it was, to- so we talked about content, and we'd kind of agreed that let's let it flow. Um, basically, yes, there are a lot of questions, let's just answer them, and, and that's how the content came to being. We never really talked about the duration of a show, we let the content drive that. Um, we thought the idea of maybe keeping it to 15 or 30 minutes would be a bit problematic because what happens if you got to 15 or 30 minutes and you were halfway through discussing some really engaging content? So we figured that, you know what, um, people can turn it on and off as they please and come back to it. Um, there's the transcript, so let's just make sure that the content drives um, the duration of each show. Um, and then we said, well, we need a website. we better get a website. And um, that started to happen pretty quickly, and that's when the ninjas took over. Mm. Mate, they grabbed it like a newborn. Oh, yeah, they're, they're fast. Absolute newborn. And before we knew it, we just had this wonderful website with some, you know, we went through potentially what we could put on that website, and we agreed that the best thing to do was keep it simple. So it's not a website, you know, full, crammed full of information. In fact, I'm looking at it now, and there's, there's the homepage. Well, there's the sign-up form, the homepage, there's a podcast button, there's a button about you and I, um, there's a products button where you can check out all the different products that are relevant to your stage of doing internet marketing, there's a contact button, and subscribe. So that was pretty much it, you know. Um, we agreed that we wouldn't blog. Uh, our blogs would be our podcasts, um, just to keep it simple. We might blog in the future, but yeah. right now... Well, it's just, it's again, it's just picking that starting point and to get the to get a basic website up 
is actually really fast if you don't complicate it and get in your own way. Yep. Which is what a lot of people do. I, I know someone who's up to their sixth month so far oh, before no. they've gone live with their new website because they have overthought every single possible element to death. Yep. And I'm thinking of all that wasted business and traffic in that six months that could have been got. I mean, we haven't even been going six months with Freedom Ocean and we've got lots and lots of subscribers. We're starting to get search engine results yep. for some pretty cool terms. Mm-hmm. And, you know, have something in the traffic is better than nothing. Mm-hmm. As long as it's half decent, people will forgive you when it's new. So let's get uh, talking about the website and how that developed. In, in particular, the WordPress platform, for sure. Um, plugins, though. I mean, you started adding these plugins that I hadn't seen before, and I've got another podcast, and I was thinking, wow, these are really cool. Do you want to talk about some of those plugins? Yeah. Uh, it's basically our standard build. We have a, a package that we put on all of our starting websites, and it's they're plugins that I've tested and and fallen in love with over time um, won't get too technical but but uh, some of the firstly with plugins the less the better that sounds ridiculous doesn't it yep if you have more plugins that means there's more chance of a conflict between plugins and also means you've got to update them more often now because our website is managed by my team they're going to update the plugins on a schedule they'll just go in and update them on a schedule secondly like for example, every week when they go and add the new podcast, they'll just check the plugins anyway and update the site. It's just automatic. It's mm-hmm. built in. It's a habit. One of the plugins is uh, the podcast plugin, of course. So that that was uh, a new plugin for us. We haven't used the one that we're using now. It's Blueberry mm-hmm. pod, podcasting, and so we we learnt that the ninjas just read the instructions and fired it up. That's a great one because basically it says, well, here's the information you need to fill out for each podcast and up it goes. Yeah, there weren't too many choices for that. Uh, the There's one that actually, every time we make a podcast post, it will go out and submit the post to RSS directories and that's called Web Traffic Genius. There's a number of plugins that do that, but that's the one that we've been using and it, it requires a little bit of setup in the beginning, but once you've got the setup, it's really good because it means that every time you post, a lot of other sites will find out about it quickly. Google will be all over your website, and we want that. We want that. Yeah. Were uh, there any other? I think there's the SEO. The SEO pack. Okay. Yep. Well, with Thesis, which we're using, we don't really need an SEO plugin, so um, we probably haven't activated any additional SEO. But there are. Uh, if you're really into SEO plugins and you don't have Thesis, the one that I'd recommend is called Yoast. It's uh, Y-O-A-S-T, Yoast SEO. It's a sort of newish one. That guy is a SEO ninja. <laughs> and uh, he's he's great web, you know, WordPress developer. And he had a cool plugin that I've always used called RSS Footer. And what that does, it lets you put a, a web hyperlink in your RSS stream. So... If someone takes your RSS feed and pastes it somewhere like Facebook or friend feed, it'll actually create a hyperlink back to your site. Nice. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty... So you like cool. Yoast uh, SEO above... Because SEO packs... Is it SEO it packs? Be, well, there was all in one SEO. All in one SEO and is the one SEO. Yeah. The, the and you're saying Yoast has overtaken those? I believe so. Okay. Yeah. 
nicely. What I love too about that uh, in thesis was the ability to, and sometimes often people forget to fill these things out, but I mean you can control exactly what appears in your Google in Google search results. We were doing that last night yes. when we were putting up Just an episode. Just subtle little change. Subtle little such changes. Such a big difference. You know, Google are either going to randomly pull information from your site. Or you can tell it. Or you can tell it. And, mm-hmm. and uh, once again, um, I'm just going to talk on behalf of small businesses here, but I don't think many people know that. To be able to affect that linkable line in Google, that two or three lines of copy that you get in Google, and the permalink, which is that link that actually will go off to the page of your site. If you can affect all that and put relevant keywords in there, then your chances of being clicked through are increased dramatically. Imagine the difference between welcome to my website... Uh, uh, we yeah, have been about us. Yeah, we have been serving the blah 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 for blah 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 yeah. years, right? Yeah. That versus emergency plumbing Sydney. Uh, need a plumber today? Call yeah. this number now. Yep. Like you can control that. That is powerful stuff. And it's in it's in you know WordPress and WordPress is actually free. Yep. And I think people some I know from speaking to a lot of business owners they kind of I mean that it's definitely covered in traffic freaks. Yeah, what well, is in traffic grab? I went through and it, actually it's one of the free training modules. I did a whole module on site and I give it away. Yep. On uh, and the link is on our product page. If you go there and click on the link, it'll take you to free training. And I go through my favorite plugins in WordPress and how I set up my permalink structure, my ping list, and the plugins that, that you need to have on your website if you want to get a better result. I'll tell you what, anyone listening to this and wants traffic, they've just got to, you know, I know we're getting a lot of questions from listeners saying, you know, we've been, been to the Freedom Ocean product page. And it's not it's not it's not a huge long list. I mean, no. there's about ten products there. So, but it's like which where to start. And we have we've gone ahead and created a little, we've done a little audio under each product that basically says who's it for, what is it, who's it for, um, and even ranked it so that you know that you know what you know if I'm starting out, then just start here, uh, and then once you get a little bit more involved, then heading to things Plus, like... We, we'll mention the correct product in the podcast, so just, you know, if you hear yeah. us mention a specific thing, go to the products page and find it. Yep. So, specific to that, um, go to the traffic product on, on the products page. So, once we've got... Um, so, the website's rocking. I think we spent some good time, really good time and great learning for me setting up the autoresponder series. Yes, that was fun. <laughs> it was fun. It really was fun because it was about getting it right to a point that, you know what, people are going to click on these emails that we send it's out. It's funny and emails back and forth, you know. <laughs> what do you think about this? And I'll go, okay, tell me why you want to do that. Yeah. I, I was being a bit uh, Socratic, wasn't I? That's a big word. What's that mean? It means I was using <laughs> the asking questions technique of right. teaching. Okay, well, you, you tell us, go through the process. I'm going to look up an example of what I sent you and then what you came, and then how you came back and changed it. So, the autoresponder series, just tell us what that involved. Well, should we just remember, we'll remind people what it is. Yep. Um, it's our email database. When we ask people for their, their uh, details, we actually, I think we had some debate about what details we want to ask for. We definitely had some debate about the layout of the form and uh, even the formatting of the, you know, capitalisation or not. Massive, yeah, capitalisation, Be- bolding. Benefit, I, I went lowercase for stuff and, and, uh, and the, the, the name on the button, the location yep. on the black yep. these back and forth emails relating to that. 
and and I think one of the biggest issues was the my suggestion of the subject line was met with some <laughs> quizzical <laughs> like questions what? like really <laughs> what exactly two question marks <laughs> yes but it was and you know clearly um, those those tiny little things that's the, those one percenters almost make a huge difference um, the fact that when you get an email from from us it's got free motion in those square, in square brackets what, tell, what's that about it's about helping people you know, let's think of the basics how many people do you know are overwhelmed with their email yeah everyone so I thought why not use a codec to make it easy for people to see when we send an email so they can pick it out of all the crap and square, square our brackets is our thing. And they don't want all the other emails. Mm-hmm. So we put the square brackets free to motion. So mm-hmm. we've actually labelled it for them. So that we're, we're being very transparent here. This is a free to motion email. We're not going to try the old, um, oops, I forgot to send you this, or yeah, yeah. Um, about your commission. Or, you yeah. know, all the, all the stuff you get. All the oldies. All, you know, their thing is we're going to trick you into opening the email because we know you're not going to open it if you actually found out it's from us. Yep. Um, and we're going to prey on your lizard brain and go for that, uh, you know, go for the greed gland. And they get you to open it and then they try and suck you down that rabbit hole. Yep. You know, but in our case, we're like, okay, you actually asked to be on the email list when you nominated to be on the email list so we're going to be open about it this is from freedom ocean yep you can love us you can hate us you can unsubscribe you can stay on the list but when we send you an email and we actually make promises on our email sign up so this is about framing the offer yep we're actually clear about what it is we're sending we're telling people that we will send email alerts when there's a new episode each week or thereabouts, when we put a new episode, we send an email saying there's a new episode. So we're actually doing what we said we'd do. We're not sending them 17 emails in one afternoon because there's a big product launch. Yep. Hey, Tim, you know, you're about to miss out. They're closing yeah. the thing. Yeah. The server crashed and you better get in. And 12 hours left. You just have to push a button and you'll be making $180,000 a week. Like, we're not... We're not really taking the piss out of our customers and, and pretending that they're stupid. And look, I'm just looking um, in the email we sent last night for uh, an episode that we sent out, and it just stands out. I mean, I'm looking at all the emails in my trash, because I've read it, deleted it, um, and Freedom Ocean's just standing out. And every time, it's the same formula. Every time we send out a new show, um, one of the things I thought we would be doing was actually creating an engaging headline for the subject line of that email that we send out. Yeah. But importantly, what we're doing is freedom ocean in square parentheses, hyphen, episode number, then the plus sign, transcript, transcript is ready, dot, dot, dot. Yep. And that is, you know, if, if over time you line up all the emails that you've got from us telling you that there's a new episode of Freedom Ocean out, they're going to look exactly the same except the number's going they to They should be able to easily find a particular episode using that format. Yep. The other thing is, um, we may from time to time, like you sent out the feedback request email, yep. we may from time to time send something other than an episode, but it'll be clearly labelled as something So other it'll still have Freedom Ocean in the square parentheses, but what, what's, the, what's the formula for what we write after that? Well, it's up to us what we put there, but we've still categorised it in an easy-to-find format. Yeah, okay. Someone could actually type that into their Gmail search, Freedom Ocean, 
and it will pull up all of our emails, and they should look pretty sweet. They should look sweet. Um, by why, the way, we, why don't we talk about the open rates we're getting? Well, let's, but before we do that, I just want to, um, because there's a, there's a whole part here that we just can't, we don't, the, an episode doesn't give us the time to dig into, but there was a wonderful process that we went through where when you are setting up your autoresponder, um, you've got to go through, you know, well, the copy on the form. I mean, once we spent a lot of time getting that right. You know, our, our form simply says get free emotion alerts to your inbox, podcast updates, episode transcripts, bonus PDF reports. I remember your First email about email. that. It was, yeah. It, it made me cry. Oh, really? Yeah, it was something like, uh, I'll be really running with that. That's very ugly. <laughs> oh, that's right. right. It was rather right. offensive I thought there it was it nearly right killed the whole Freedom Ocean podcast it was gone <laughs> but you came back chin up well, back. We, can, we can break through this yeah we can and, and our sign up rates are actually pretty good yep yep so that was um, a very simple form, um, but then importantly there's a process of you know you sign up you're going to be taken uh, you're going to get an email from Aweber um, you're going to be taken to a page a success page so there's all those things we had to write and we, as I said, we don't have time to go through that now. We, we, will, we would go through that if we were to turn this into a very detailed how-to well, product. Well, I think it, there's actually a, a session on... There should be a session about email marketing. Yep. It's abused. It, this is what most companies do. They blast their customers. They yep. actually use the word blast. Yep. We're just going to send out a blast. And yeah, it'd be some that's crappy a terri- ad. Terrible turn of phrase, isn't it? It's, it's, it's not... Not respectful of no. your audience, is it? No. Who likes to be blasted? In fact, go and have a look at the form on our on our website, the web form where we collect our details, and see if it says submit. Mm. Because send send me. Well, I won't say. I won't say. Go and check it out. Go and check it out because it doesn't say submit because no one likes to submit. Oh yes, I will submit <laughs> yeah. to you. I'm submissive. That's right. There's so a button for me. Just changing that should see a lift in response rates. Yep. Uh, so yep. there's a few subtle things, but they're important. Yeah, yeah, and it was. So, look, open rates, James, have been phenomenal. Uh, in fact, we've had open rates over 100%. Yes. <laughs> and I can't figure that out, but basically what that's saying is that there are a number of people who are opening the email more than once, and Correct. that's tremendous. That is right. And, and the power of Aweber to be able to um, give you that information, and Aweber is so good, and I'm sure there are other email clients that allow you to do this as well, but the ability to actually say, okay... You can now send an email to the people who have opened. You can send an email to the people who haven't opened and really start to exactly. get quite so targeted. So in our case, the ones that haven't opened, no, it doesn't actually exist. <laughs> That's right. But we're getting 100% open rates, yes. which is pretty much unheard yeah. of. And click-through. So there's always a link. There's all, In fact, that's another thing of those emails. There is a lot to the email part of there's this. A lot. And, and, and really we, we actually did. There were probably the biggest discussions we've had about Freedom Ocean were the communication method. And, and uh, the, you know, here's something most people don't consider. If you want your emails to be opened, if you want such high open rates, there's actually more than the subject line. There's two other... There's actually three other critical things. Mm-hmm. The first thing is, what did you actually tell people you're going to send them? Because if you just said to people, download this free thing, but then you start emailing them every week, you haven't actually told them you're going to email them. So in our case, you're saying, we will continue to email. It's not maybe that they lied, it's just that they they weren't clear about it. Tell the complete truth. Well, they just weren't clear about (laughs) what they were intending to do. The second thing is, the from. Who is it actually from? That's critical. Is it from the person? Is it from the company? Is it from info at? 
yep. you know, what is it actually, who's it from? And I think in our case, I think it's like from James and Tim or something. You could probably remind me who it's from. Uh, it is from James and Tim. Yep. So it's quite personal. Yep. And we've got a relationship. When people come into Freedom Ocean, it's, it's James and Tim yep. they're getting to know. Yep. And then the next thing that most people miss is after the subject line, in most email clients, and by email client, I'm just talking about Gmail, Outlook, whatever, you'll get to preview the first line of the email. And your version was going to be something like, Dear James or Dear Tim or Dear Freddie, mm. blah, blah, blah. Mm. Now, that's, that's quite common, but ours doesn't do that. In fact, we do use the, the first name personalization, but it's further into the email. Yep. Yeah, okay. Little nuances, huh? Very subtle. So I'm just looking at what I sent you, one of the first drafts of what I sent you for the first email that we were going to send out, and it says, uh, We trust you're enjoying the intellectually nourishing waters of the Freedom Ocean. Being the number one business podcast on iTunes within 48 hours uh, tells us something. There's, there's something going on. In episode two, James lifts the lid on, in, on 10 internet marketing business models and reveals the one with the most explosive growth potential. I've then got a very long link. Um, and then I say, actually, this might be a more advanced one than the first one because it, it, it sounds a bit more advanced. But um, And then I had our, our names all in uppercase, which you very quickly said drop into to lowercase because it, it's shouting. Um, I didn't repeat the link more than once, and we do that now. We have a, we, we repeat the link twice. Um, uh, you came back, and just the structure of the email, it's just completely different. The line breaks are different. Um, you, have a, you have a little button that says, go to episode two, which is linked, so there's no ugly link. Yep. Um, if you're going to use HTML, you might as well maximize the link yep. instead of having the raw link. Yep you actually use some compelling call-to-action words that are very clear. There's no confusing that. Go to blah, blah, blah. Yep. Or get such and such. The first link says go to episode two. The second link says click here, uppercase, yes. to listen to episode two. What's yes. the thinking there? Because you, you're appealing to two different people. I put a link early in the email. If you're the, if you're the impetuous, like, just give it to me now type, you're gone. You're, you're clicked yep. on that first link. You're not even going to read the rest of the email. If you're the detail-oriented, I've got to read every single thing on the page, you need to put a link further down yep. to, to get that. Okay. Second one is, okay, if I didn't get you with go to such and such, then perhaps you'll respond to click here. So, Two different calls to action. Same, we're we're same appealing link. to the, the, the short attention span, the long attention span. We're appealing to uh, different, different commands to, to try our luck. You, you've then got a PS that says download the transcriptions here. Yes. Um, I was of the school of thought that one message, one link. Yep. Yeah? With it go, we'll go one link that goes to the one place, but we've got three links that go to two places. Yes. Is that okay? It's fine. Okay. I've sent multi-part emails with six different links. Have you? Yes. In fact, okay. I do it every single week for my Superfast Results members. Okay. We send a weekly newsletter with the highlights of our community, yep. and it links to, I don't know, 15, 20 different places. Yeah, okay, And Good. you should see our open and click-throughs on that. My last question about it, the way we're structuring these emails, James, is the line breaks. You're yep. very particular about where... Well, it's almost the width, the, the width Chunking of the copy. Chunking the copy. What's that about? Well, when we read, it's just easier to read in, in narrower blocks. In fact, your emails, just generally, like when you send me an email, yeah. exactly well, the same. I encourage anyone to go and pull out the front page of their biggest newspaper in town and tell me, does it go right across the page? Yep. Or is it broken into small blocks of easy-to-read chunks? 
So do you ever think, is it like five words a line, or what, do you have some kind of criteria? No, it's, it's, it's just a width in pixels, actually. Right. Um, for me, I just do it by hand. I just see what I think looks about right. Yeah. Some people are extra wide. Some people are extra skinny, and some people are somewhere in the middle. I'm like the I'm like the Goldilocks. So I'm somewhere in the middle. Like, I think it's seventy pixels. Your mummy bear. <laughs> yeah. Seven. It's characters actually. It's characters. Seventy characters. Yep. Okay. In That's our community, great. we actually have a text wrapping tool where you can pop code and just hit text wrap, and it will actually wrap it into whatever width you set in characters. Oh, great. Yeah. Well, um, or auto uh, Aweber. Also allows you to do that. It does. I don't well. like the auto one. It's, it's, I found it unreliable. Yeah, it's I not actually as, do a hard return. It's not as neat the auto one, is it? It's a bit random. Yes. It doesn't keep everything uh, in in a kind of set. But width. it really drives me wild because I have a 24-inch monitor, and you can imagine trying to read across <laughs> yeah. the screen. I'm like, yeah. why don't they wrap it? It's great learning. Uh, now we, there's a lot more to cover. Um, let's just touch, we, we, that's pretty much, there's, there's a lot more to the website and to the whole autoresponder series, but as we said, we're just giving an overview of how this baby came into being. I just want to point out a subtlety there. Yep. There's a reason why the email database is so important to us, because of all of the assets of that is Freedom Ocean, the email database is the most valuable asset that we have. It's, uh, it's a relationship that we're cultivating to develop, to solve problems for, to continue to evolve things that that, um, that relationship is where the value is. It certainly and is. So few businesses appreciate that. I yep. just wanted to highlight it. Yeah, well, and, and I think too, um, we, we, we say, um, just looking at our notes, but the bonus PDF reports that we will be sending to our list, uh, we haven't sent one yet. And, but we will, and they're going to be irregular because we want people to yep. know that when we do send something, there's a reason we're sending it. It's of high value, and you'll find it useful, as opposed to other, other, other marketers online who pretty much, you know, I know there's one guy that you, you I don't think you get it anymore, but I get, still get him, and it's every third day. And Well, there's my, many marketers are subscribed to the send an email every day thing. You know, I don't understand that at all. Unless you're Seth Godin, I reckon you're going to struggle. Yep. Uh, because yep. Seth Godin sends something useful. Yep. These guys send you a sales message every day. Yep. And you know what they say when they're in the back room and they're sitting around talking about it? This is classic. What? They say how much, they've made so much more money because they send money every day. I'm like, great, you're making it now, but you'll be out of a job in a year from now. Yep. And the marketer that told me this just sacked his entire office and shut down operations. In fact, he makes the same profit as I do, but he has five times more gross sales. Mm-hmm. So his business is very ineffective. Yep. Okay. So once we got that website up and running and the show under control, it was time to then start to socialise this thing. And we had a Facebook fan page created. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then a YouTube channel. Yes. Love our YouTube channel. That's, I love it's it. It's a fun channel, isn't it? It is fun. Let's just touch briefly on that because... Um, Facebook's a, long converse, a longer conversation, but the YouTube channel's very clever. It is simply the first 10 minutes of each show, each episode, with PowerPoint slides talking, de- simpl- uh, summarising what we're talking about at the time. Um, and at about the 9 minute and 40 second mark, it says to, to hear more, go to freedomotion.com. Nice, yep. simple very call simple. to action. And... Uh, 
it's fantastic. It's just a, it's a, it's just opened up a whole new market to us. So it's opened up a lot more than a new market. It's actually giving us a huge springboard into getting search engines to pay attention to our website. Now, if YouTube is the most popular video site on the internet and in the top three websites on the internet... You want to be there. ...and you're linking to your other site from it, that's got to be a good thing. Yep. And then what we do is we take videos from there and we submit them to other video sites pointing back to the YouTube site. Okay. Uh, so that it'll actually go five layers deep by the time we've done the... So why, why do you point back from those other video sites to YouTube? Because we want to get the views out, up. Right. We want YouTube to say, well, people are paying attention to this video. Other people are linking to it. People are watching it. It's more interesting. Uh, I think we'll, we'll give it a little more preference when people search right. for the tags that are in this video. Yeah. So YouTube has its own search engine built in, and we want that to get good results. We want our videos to show beside other videos that are internet marketing related. So they'll look at the boring internet marketing spammy video and you see a freedom motion video on the right hand side as a related video. Oh, that looks interesting. What's yep. that? Yeah. There's this funny little cartoon head. And I do love the design of the, the whole YouTube our whole YouTube channel. It just really extended what was already happening on the And on do the you website. remember our design brief for the YouTube channel? It was probably Gilligan and Tiki Bar, wasn't it? Well, we didn't have one. No, we didn't. We didn't even tell them to the do ninja, it. The ninjas grabbed they it. They just did it. They grabbed it. They grabbed it and they gave birth to this YouTube channel yeah, yeah. and decked it out. And you know, it's got the big subscribe here, arrow pointing to the subscribe. That, that was... Uh, it's just part of our process. Yeah. It's what we do. Yeah, powerful stuff. In fact, I want to talk to you about outsourcing and getting that VA on board, but I think we might save that for the next show. Um, so we've got the YouTube channel. And Facebook happened in a similar way, where we, all of a sudden, there's, a, there's our fan page. There it is. Email from James saying, hey, can you like this so I can make you an administrator? <laughs> and uh, then we very quickly, I think within an hour, got our first 25 likes, which gave us uh, the ability to name our Facebook fa- page um, with our own vanity URL. Yes. Um, and the rest is history. That page is now a wonderful um, source for us to engage with our listeners, but also for them to engage with themselves and encourage them. I mean, I use the example of um, purging the email box, where people were literally posting screenshots of their empty email box, um, which is fantastic and great encouragement for everyone who was thinking of doing it. Um, I'm interested in um, you developing, instead of sending people to the link, facebook.com, uh, freedom Ocean. Yep. You created a domain which is likefreedomotion.com. Yes. And point that to our Facebook page. What's the thinking there? Quite simply, Facebook may disappear one day, but likefreedomotion.com won't because we own it. It's better to have control. If Facebook disappears one day, we just redirect it back to freedomotion.com. But right. when we've put it in PDFs, when we've told people about it, when it's out there on the internet archives, we want it to point where we control. Mm-hmm. And the worst thing you can do is link directly to an end source that you have no control over. Mm-hmm. Now, I've made that mistake plenty of times. Yeah, right. You know, if, uh, some of my old, uh, some of my old websites or or reports that are out there, I cannot change the link, and they point to things that no longer exist. Yeah, right. And, and things change. Yep. I'm willing to bet that in five or ten years from now, 
Uh, I mean, look, where was Facebook five years ago? It wasn't really that big a deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Google ten years ago, virtually uh, like this little test thing at Stanford University. Yep. You know, things change rapidly. Okay, so basically the idea is to redirect that. Uh, have, it's 100% control. Control. It's a control it's thing. Control. It costs you nine bucks a year. Yep. Not a big deal, but it's ownership. And also we try not to trademark breach. We don't want to write Facebook in the name of our domain. Hmm. Facebook could rightly say, well, no, that, that belongs to us. Mm-hmm. You know, stop using it. That's why we've, we've put our name and then something like like. The, the other one I use is FB James for my own one. Yeah, okay. The other thing is, you try spelling Shramco. Yeah, yeah, you know, that's right, yeah. It's, it's so much easier. Uh, Tim, go and visit me at fbjames.com. <laughs> yeah. Much easier, simple. Well, I wonder what that is. I'll click on it. Instead of, you know, facebook.com forward slash James Shramco. That's mm. a mouthful. Mm. So I, I'm always in favour of a nice, simple website address that people can, can say over the phone, write down easily, remember. Yep. Even I can remember likefreedomotion.com. Yeah, not hard, is it? Uh, and uh, I think also importantly with Facebook, what I'm finding is that just be there as the, as the owners of that page. I, I think it's good that we're there every day. Yeah. Uh, and I know there are some businesses out there who put it up and then kind of let it be and hopefully it, hope it grabs a, a life it's not, of its yeah, own. It's, it's not, not going to work itself. No. Really what our Facebook is, it's... Uh, it, it certainly has brought us new listeners, and we track it. And you know that I like tracking Dude. my, my uh, URLs. Yeah. I'm sure, it'll be a topic for discussion. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, so, uh, um, what it is is sort of insurance as well that we're always on topic because our customers have a way to tell us if we miss the mark. Yeah. But they're certainly telling us that we've hit the mark. Yep. And we love that, and that's yep. great. We want to keep that as our benchmark. We want to make sure that we can you know, announce new episodes. We can ask for people to comment on them. We can ask for people to tell us what they want to see. I mean, the last few episodes we created were entirely customer-driven, mm. which is exciting. It is exciting. Um, so that's Facebook. Um, there's, there's more detail to Facebook, but once again, time won't allow us to cover it here. What I do want to say is um, two things we haven't touched on. Once we produce a show, and we didn't go into equipment and all that type of stuff about how we actually produce it. Uh, suffice to say that it doesn't have to be complicated no, it or high very- be very, very simple. Very simple. Um, and we are sitting out by a pool producing a show. You know, we're not in some crazy studio or anything. The lab got a bit hot, so we decided to sit out by the pool. Um, once that show's finished, we literally up- upload that raw file to Dropbox, and we, uh, we found a producer on Fiverr uh, who puts it all together, sweetens it, Yep. And sends us back. Takes that sweet audio. Sweet audio. And in turns fact, we got it into something good. Something good. And in, in, we got the intro and outro done on Fiverr. Um, all that is just he, he our, Mike, our producer, puts it all together, sends us back an MP3 file, ready for upload to the website with some very brief show notes. That was another good learning. Um, I was of the opinion in the early days that we should have very detailed show notes. Um, and yet, what we are doing is literally saying, "Hey, this is the episode where we." Blah, blah, blah. Bullet, um, we, bullet, bullet. Bullet, bullet, bullet. I will also list the questions that I asked beyond the, the, the core topic. Um, we'll put any links that we discussed about, and that's it. Yeah. Okay, and they'll generally run for, you know, show notes won't be more than a few lines of copy. It's really just, it's just selling the idea that you should listen to the podcast. Yep. We provide subscribers a full transcript of the podcast, so I mean, if they want the full detail, it's yep. there. 
for our premium members. That's right. So on the transcript, um, once that file goes into Dropbox, um, it also gets sent um, to our transcriber um, who types it up, sends it back. We pretty it up. Um, importantly, put a link on every single page back to our website. Um, if we talk about any products in the show, we link back to our products page. Um, and the transcription's done. And the next thing you know, um, it's out there. We send an email. We iTunes grab it. We've submitted the the iPod the iPod. We've submitted the podcast to iTunes once. Yep. Through an RSS and it feed. Picks so up when we make a change. Every it just iTunes comes in behind the scenes, and I think you said to me that last night. You know how quickly does iTunes pick it up? And we'd put it up, and within certainly within two hours that next episode was up on iTunes. So they're constantly going behind the websites and seeing if there's a new show. Um, and that, that just, we only had to do that once. Now, you just sort of skipped a little bit. So you've, you've, got, the, yeah. you've got the transcription, yeah. and the next thing it's out with the customer. Well, what, yeah, what happened yeah. in between? Well, there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot we're not covering, but I'm just, I'm just conscious of time. We, we always said we wouldn't, uh, we'd keep the show, we'd let the content drive the show. But I, I know think the, what, the short answer is that somebody else sets it up for us. Yep. That's the short answer. Someone so, else makes the blog post. Someone else types up the, the broadcast email now yep. using the, the templated format that we have in place. Yep. They put trackable links in the report and on the broadcast. We actually know which traffic came from which episode, which broadcast, which PDF. That's cool. Mm-hmm. And then there's a test broadcast sent. And once that's done and all saved as a draft, that's when all we have to do is hit publish mm-hmm. that's it mm-hmm. and we could have that done too if we really wanted to I just want to put a disclaimer in there that to those that are listening who thought they might like to do something like this and they're all of a sudden hearing we get someone else to do that or we send it off to our producer or we send it off to our transcriber you can do all of that you stuff can, you can't you really yeah. can and I've done all of that stuff up until now we will do we will cover outsourcing in detail um both, I know you're not a big fan of outsourcing. I don't even like the word outsource. Okay, well, 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 we'll replace it. Give me the, give me the Shramkoism. Build a team. We'll talk about building a team, um, and it's not around getting tasks done. It's about actually bringing people well, into you, your virtual marketing team. You've seen the contrast between the way that people will typically outsource versus the way I have things. Yep, I've got helpers. It's massive. It becomes. It beca- they become. I think the, the difference I've noticed is they become proactive. That's the major difference. Where you bring you you bring that team together, that virtual team. And this is not putting huge amounts of stress on your payroll or anything. It, it is it is a virtual team. They can. It's, it's less, a lot less stress people. on me. Yeah. Not having to deal with job boards and yep. brief. I don't have to brief stuff or check it or send it back. I, I just I just request things. Yep. They get done. Not only that. This is the coolest part. Since Freedom Ocean, I discovered that my team have gone and podcasted another one of my websites. They'd auditioned. They'd started recording the content into podcasts and getting it prepared for iTunes. They actually went and found other broadcasting sites as well. And we saw one of the pages last night. Yeah, we did. There was a whole page full of podcasts from one of my other websites. Isn't that great? That had to happen on order. And not just one now, it's two. Yep. Two that I know of. And the first one they did has doubled in profit in a month. There you go. Podcasting is alive and well. It is alive and well. James, have we missed anything? 
I bet we have. We have, I'm sure we, we have. We may have to do future podcasts. Well, that's right. There's no, no rush. Why don't, why don't the listeners tell us what they'd like to hear of based on what we talked about today? It'd be good to hear. Get some comments going. Because there's a lot of stuff behind, you know, the, um, we, we're about to implement a whole lot of that, that information around traffic uh, and making sure that we start to SEO this baby beyond belief over the coming weeks and months. Um, backlinking, all that stuff. Well, we're going to spaghetti bowl it. Ah, the old spaghetti bowl. We'll be spaghetti bowling the Freedom Ocean, and that's when it will be like injecting steroids. And all, all we're doing right now is setting the good foundation. If you ha- if you start with good foundations and then you magnify it, you get a strong business. If you magnify a weak business, you just get a really shitty looking business yeah, yeah, yeah. that's everywhere, like yep. a plague. Yep. So we're getting the, the foundation in all place. Right. James, I reckon that's enough. We've um, covered, once again, a lot. Uh, the next episode of Freedom Ocean is going to be listener questions, and uh, it will be a show for the people where I'll shut up for a time and let them ask the questions. Um, so until then, thanks, mate. Don't forget to visit listeners, freedomocean.com and sign up and just watch what we do. Yeah. Thanks for stopping by. See ya. Thanks for diving into the Freedom Ocean with James Schramko and Tim Reed. You've just come that little bit closer to living the life you choose. Please keep in mind that the ideas, opinions, and information shared in the show are those of the hosts and do not reflect those of their past employers. And as far as future employers go, well, they're both pretty much unemployable. Ha, 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 ha,